Welcome to the Convos with the CHO podcast. Hello, my name is Edwin Edebere, and I am the Chief Happiness Officer with the I Am Happy Project and the Happy Neighborhood Project. Thank you all for joining us this morning. We do this to set the stage for the week so that you can build your week on a foundation of happiness. And so today, folks, we are going to be talking about self-compassion and happiness. So those of you that understand what I'm talking about, and to kind of help me dig into that is uh, an expert in facilitating behavioral change. Dan Wingo works with individuals to realize their full potential and to achieve greater personal and professional results. Dan, welcome to the call. Good morning. So we are going to be talking about self-compassion and happiness. This is one of my favorite topics when it really comes to sustaining your level of happiness. You know, most people really are good in terms of being compassionate to others. But when it comes to compassionate for themselves, it's a different story. And I know you are an expert in that subject, so let's, let's have some, some fun with it. And so what I want to kind of start with is what is self-compassion and how does that improve happiness? Well, I think first we got to figure out what happiness is. I think it's a term that gets thrown around pretty easily, and uh, nobody's really defined it. So this is what happiness is. And happiness is something between two extremes. Uh, one of the extremes might be sadness, and the other one might be this state of bliss, but you can't stay in a state of bliss forever, and you don't want to stay in a state of happiness, uh, sadness forever either, is happiness is somewhere in between, and it probably varies a little bit for each individual. Self-compassion is this place that we can find yourself uh, in a place of contentment. We're at peace uh, with ourselves a place of relatively low stress, and our bodies are, are kind of relaxed. You know, that would be the place that we could say happiness exists. Self-compassion is, is how we treat ourselves in those moments, verbally and physically, so that we um, can be in that state for a longer period of time. Fantastic. So now that sounds very easy. So how do we create self-compassion? Well, uh, part of it is, is is trying to avoid negative information coming into you, but it's also how we talk to ourselves. Uh, most people um, talk to themselves more negatively than they would talk to anybody else. Name calling, uh, any kind of negative experience, uh, calling yourself an idiot or stupid or you know, ugly, you know, whatever terminology we're using, we tend to beat ourselves up pretty good. And it's avoiding that kind of negative strategy. Um, it's shifting it so that um, you're developing a more positive relationship with yourself. Um, I think uh, Marcel Proust wrote a pretty good quote, and it said, let us be grateful to the people who make us happy. They are the charming gardeners who make our souls blossom. And we have to be the ones that are generating that internal happiness so that our soul does blossom. Um, so 
finding ways to eliminate the negative news that's coming into us every day uh, so that we can process our emotions in a more positive way is a great way to develop self-compassion. Well, that's very awesome. So, and, and I, I, I really like this topic because when I did my TEDx talk, I think I referenced it. There are some people that physically now, I'm not even just talking the mental one, the mental self-talk, that could be a challenge sometimes for everybody. But the physical one where some people, they just hit the wall, they, they, they thump their feet, they hit their head. I mean, they can really be so abusive that you want to call 911 on them, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and so, 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 so self-abuse is very intense. So how does self-compassion then lead to happiness? Well, part of it is developing an emotional resilience. So we're not looking at the negative issues so negatively. We're objectively looking at negative thoughts and finding out are they really true or not. So the one is we're trying to uh, increase our emotional resilience with respect to um, our nervous system so that we're not running off of a fear-based activity. We're looking at some things that are more relaxing, that create contentment. So that's the other side of our one of our nervous systems, the parasympathetic nervous system is being activated versus the sympathetic, which is really the fear response side of our nervous system. So we really want to develop more of that positive parasympathetic activation. Okay. So, so now I take a scenario here. Okay? Somebody look at the mirror, they don't completely like what they are seeing. And they can get verbal. They can say, oh, why am I this? Why am I that? Or somebody make a mistake and they just start beating on themselves. You know, I always do that. Why do I always do that? You know, and, and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and all those kind of stuff. So, so what are the benefits of self-compassion? Well, the benefits are you end up being happier. And that's, I think that's the goal of the program that you've designed is how do we get to be in a more happy state so that we're out of this uh, state of misery, we're in a, a happier position, what makes us more productive at work, our relationships with others improve, and our image of ourself improves. So we're less stressed out about what's happening during the day, and we're more compassionate with ourselves and with others. That's fantastic. So, so now before I get to the final one, you know, question that I, I want to ask you, is there a way though somebody can catch themselves on this thing? I mean, because, we, you know, sometimes we might feel very strongly because we feel like we are telling ourselves the truth, you know, we are being honest with ourselves or something like that. You know, is, is there a way somebody can stop this, you know, in a track? as opposed to just going down the same track over and over in terms of beating on themselves? Yes, and it takes a little bit of work. Um, the easy way to do that is to understand what's triggering. So what, what day and time did something happen, and what was the trigger? What was the thing that was happening in that moment? And then write down what the emotion you were feeling is, and then looking at how did that emotion impact you. So we're really creating a self-study to create that self-awareness. Once you have self-awareness, then you can take steps to 
uh, be more self-compassionate. But at first, you have to create an understanding. How often am I beating myself up uh, verbally or physically? Or um, maybe I'm taking it out on somebody else as well. So where, where is that stress showing up in my life? And when does it happen? Does it happen when I'm driving the car? Does it happen when I look in the mirror? Uh, so what part of the day does it happen? Is it interaction with coworkers? Is it when something, does it trigger my emotions? And then becoming aware of it, writing it down, and trying to understand what's happening. That is fantastic. And, and, and again, that's, that's really straightforward within the self-compassion. That's just taking some time for themselves, you know, taking time for each, you know, yourself and getting to understand yourself a little bit better, you know, can go a long way. Well, we, mm -hmm. we, no, Dan, we make this call very practical, and thank you for the wisdom and the, the tips that you've already shared. So what step can I take today? To the, the one step. Yes, yeah, so the one step you can take today is just noticing the language that you're using about yourself. Are you calling yourself names? Are you uh, calling yourself, you know, stupid or an idiot or whatever language that you're using? Um, you know, just notice the language that you're using with yourself and then seeing if that is really true. Ask yourself, is that the truth? Um, if you're saying, I'm not that smart, then find out, is that really that true? What is it that you're really trying to say? Now, some people would use it for self-motivation to beat themselves up, but most of the time it ends up being a practice where you drift out of the potential for greater personal happiness. Dan, thank you so very much. Folks, this is Dan Wiggle, and uh, Dan is one of our featured uh, happy coaches. So again, if you have not downloaded the happy button, please do so. Uh, go to happybuttonapp.com to download it, and, and you will definitely find uh, Dan and Wiggle and to kind of get to know more about what he does and how he can personally help you. But you can also go to the IamHappyProject.com on that feature coaches and you will find that. Dan, again, I want to say thank you for sharing some wisdom with us this morning. You're certainly welcome. Absolutely. And folks, that's what we got for this morning. And I hope that, you know, just, just be kind to yourself, you know. And, and, and I think people who really are kind to others, I would say treat yourself the way you would treat your best friend, and you will definitely increase that compassion for you. And I'm telling you, people around you, we really appreciate it. Guys, stay happy. Okay, episode is over. Every good thing has to come to an end. Please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcast. It will mean a whole lot to me. Till next time, stay happy.